How to Change Your Life by Starting a World-Changing Movement. With the co-creator of the Podcast Movement Conference, Jared Easley, on episode number 210 of the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. And I was thinking maybe, you know, your podcast and my podcast, we could team up and do a, a listener podcast meetup and maybe get a few more people than we get if I just thought about myself. And he was, Dan was gracious to do that. So we did that. And we had maybe 20 to 25 people come to this meetup, which for us was, that felt like a pretty big win. You know, we were new podcasters. We weren't influential. And uh, so we had a nice little turnout and that led to, hey, I wonder if we could do something like this similar, something again, where we could, you know, get a podcast. In this case, we, we wanted to connect with other podcasters. So we wanted to try to get some podcasters to get together. Nick Loper here. I'm on a mission to help people build their own income streams and amplify their earning power. Dr. Brad Miller's mission is to help you navigate tough times and prosper here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. A pleasure and a privilege, as always, to have you with me as we share life together, helping you to grow through what you go through to navigate adverse conditions in your life, to achieve your life of peace prosperity, and uh, purpose. This episode is brought to you by the 40-Day Way, which is our coaching program, which helps you to create your own PLP, your Promise Life Plan, to help you get your life being unstuck to get on track and to have success in your life in just 40 days. Head on over to drbradmiller.com slash 40-Day Way for more information on that. And at drbradmeller.com is where you can find over 200 episodes of those podcasts dedicated to helping you to navigate adversity and achieve success in life. Here's our question for the day. What if you're just incredibly unhappy in your job, even though you have accomplishments there? What do you do? That's the case with our guest here today, Jared Easley. He had incredible accomplishments in his career. In fact, he had many accolades. He was the top salesperson for one year and received bonuses and other accolades for that. Then he realized he was just really unhappy doing that. And it was a grind, which was chewing him up and he was burnt out bad. In Jared's case, he took massive action by searching for what he could do to accomplish things on his own accord that he was doing for an employer. He wanted to become an entrepreneur. And he found the world of podcasting to be to his liking. But here's what he did. He explored podcasting and realized there was a gap here, an opportunity that was not being met. There was no real conference about podcasting that spoke to his needs. And so he got together with some other folks and took massive action to create what we now know as podcast 
Movement. Podcast Movement is happening in 2022 on August 23 through 26 in Dallas, Texas. If you're listening to this uh, podcast and you still have time to connect up and see what that's all about by going to podcastmovement.com. The podcast movement was a creation of Jared Easley and some other folks when they saw this opportunity and took massive action and created what has become really a world-changing movement with thousands of people impacted by this conference and by the other aspects of the teaching and leadership that they provide. So in today's podcast, you're going to feel Jared's frustration about where he was at, and you're going to listen to what he was all about in taking massive action and understanding about the opportunity that came when there was kind of a gap there, when there was a, a need that was not being met. You're going to learn what he did, some of the massive action that he took, and about also about the perseverance it took to continue the conference and all the things related to podcast movement through the pandemic, for instance. This is a fascinating conversation about persevering, persevering through tough times, taking massive action, and to do something that matters to the world. When we come back on the other side of this interview, we're going to talk about some specific things that you can do to take a massive action in your life to change the trajectory of your life. Our guest today from Podcast Movement, which is happening August 23 through 26, 2022, and every year is Jared Easley. Let's get into that conversation right now. Jared Easley, welcome to the Beyond Diversity podcast. Hey, Brad, I'm grateful to be here. And this topic is near and dear to my heart because Lord knows I have had my day where I have thought, what am I doing? <laughs> How did I end up here? And to be able to, to navigate those circumstances is critical for someone who wants to uh, pursue success or they, they feel compelled to do something that's important. And so this is a great topic. And, and I am hoping today that listeners will be encouraged. Well, I know that they will. And you have an incredible story. You and I have uh, some relation for several years now, but I'm mm-hmm. really interested in kind of what started things for you. There had to be some sort of a moment. Now, obviously, you're an author. Of, I've read both of the two of your books that I'm aware of, Chasing Influencers and one about collaboration. And you've had the podcast, Starve the Doubts, which is basically a similar topic to what we're talking about here today. And then you, but you really took a dive to start the podcast movement conference a few years ago, but something had to spark all that. And I got a feeling that something sparked all that may have been something you were dissatisfied with or some events in your life that you had to deal with. Uh, Just tell us your story a little bit about what kind of led you to do these things here out of some pain you may have had in your life. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I had moved to South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. That's where my wife is from. We got married in 2009 and we moved to South Florida and later that year bought our first home and got a job. And it seemed like a, a really cool company. And I was just kind of doing the nine to five thing, project manager type role and had some pretty decent success with that. I remember working really hard to over deliver in that role. And so after a couple of years of being in that role, I had reached kind of the the top of, of that opportunity. And I remember I had done so well, I had become what's called the, the highest biller 
in the company. So I'd, I'd build the most amount of money for any of the other staff there working with the client base that they this company had. Was it sort of a corporate corporate sales gig? Um, of some sort yeah, on? this was a software solution that was in long-term care. And I had fortunately just figured out you know, a couple of tricks and things that, that helped me to reach that goal in the year. And, and it, it, I mean, that was probably the hardest year I've worked in my life. And that includes being in the military, by the way. Mm, uh, wow. <laughs> and I remember at the end of that year, I won the award. I won the number one top, top bill, billable person award. And I got this, you know, little financial incentive. I think it was $5,000. I remember after I was received that accolade immediately, it was like, reset okay what have you done for me now I'll start all over <laughs> and I, I i just i didn't think i had the energy or the bandwidth to to try to reproduce what i'd done yeah. in that previous so, year so i got burned so out that award wasn't was was not quite as satisfying as you thought it would be because you just saw what was next what was- <sighs> just i just realized man i to to go through this again in another year like i i don't think i have the stamina like i just i was exhausted I, I was burned out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. that's when I really started to decide, okay, if I can do this for someone else, I'm wondering if I can do this for myself. And so I started to go down the rabbit hole of listening to, to podcasts and, and watch YouTube videos and read books about entrepreneurial things. And I was very interested in that because I was very dissatisfied with the idea that I had given everything that I had and I'd won this award, but it was... You know, it was really just kind of futile in the long, in the big picture of things. Maybe that's not true, but it felt that way. And so I started going down that path and I, I started learning a lot. And that encouraged me to consider, hey, I wonder if I could start my own podcast. And in 2013, I finally accomplished that goal. And it took me a long time to really get started, Brad, because I, I had a lot of head trash. I told myself, well, I don't have the money to do this or I don't I don't have anything yeah. significant to say and who's going to want to listen to me. And so I had a lot of those things I had to overcome. And I, I finally found a, an affordable microphone and decided, OK, whatever, I'm going to jump in. I, I started just reaching out to people that at the time I probably had no business reaching out to people that were uh, you know pretty well established in their careers and way further up the mountain than I was. And a lot of them were very gracious and, and had interviews with me. And so I put out put out the podcast and the podcast at a bare minimum, it started giving me new ideas, things that I had not thought about. And just the possibilities of, for me to eventually break out and, and try to do something entrepreneurial. Although I had not determined what that was yet. But that led me to connections. And one so connection was with my business partner, Dan Franks, who also had a business type podcast at that point called Entrepreneurial Showdown. And his show was very creative in terms of the framework of the show. Dan, uh, some people who know Dan know that he is a former professional wrestler and a CPA. And uh, so he used kind of this this wrestling. <laughs> what a combination. Mike. Yeah, really interesting. A really, really fascinating guy. But he, he had the framework for his podcast was kind of a, a you know, a wrestling type of framework. We had round one and round two. I get it now. Yeah, round one and round two, round three, but it was entrepreneurial type focused topics, but it was was set up like a, and then whoever the guest was, they had this uh, custom image work where they looked like, you know, bulging muscles and they were you know, oh, like, a, okay, like a wrestling yeah. person or something. So anyway, I just liked, <laughs> I grew up a wrestling fan. I liked um, the way he did his show and I reached out to him. He didn't know me at all, but I listened to it and I, I told him, Hey, I really 
you know, I think what you're doing is creative. I'm going to be in Dallas for a conference. And I was thinking about maybe trying to do a listener meetup. And I don't really want to do one by myself because I'm, I'm pretty new. And I was thinking maybe, you know, your podcast and my podcast, we could team up and do a, a listener podcast meetup and maybe get a few more people than we get if I just tried it by myself. And he was, Dan was gracious to do that. So we did that. And we had maybe 20 to 25 people come to this meetup, which for us was, that felt like a pretty big win. You know, we were new podcasters, we weren't influential. And uh, so we had a nice little turnout and that led to, hey, I wonder if we could do something like this similar, something again, where we could, you know, get a podcast. In this case, we, we wanted to connect with other podcasters. So we wanted to try to get some podcasters to get together at an upcoming conference that was in Las Vegas at the time. It's not around anymore. It was called New Media Expo. This was January of 2014. So we, we the night before that conference started, we found a bowling alley that was literally next door. And we just called the bowling alley and we're like, hey, can we just bring a bunch of friends over and hang out? Is that going to be a problem? They're like, no, we got this area you can set up. It's not a big deal. So we probably had about 100 people. We promoted this. We had, about, had probably about 100 people that were interested in podcasting that came to this meetup at this bowling alley before this conference. And that was a, a little bit of an eye opener right there. It was like, okay, we, we don't have any influence. We don't have any email list. We are not popular by any means. We have no authority. <laughs> we have no, but still people it, responded, it, but, but yeah, but we're, we're throwing, but we're throwing the party and people are coming. And, um, yeah. and then at the conference, we heard a number of folks that were interested in podcasting, but that particular conference had, you know, YouTube content and social media content and blogging and so on and so forth. Right. But, but the podcasting was more of a redheaded stepchild, you know, stay in your corner <laughs> type of situation. And yet there was a lot of people that were attending that conference, which was a pretty, pretty big, you know, decent sized conference where a number of people were interested in podcasting. I mean, the podcasting was a sliver of the overall content. Yeah. And we heard okay. people say, why isn't there a conference for podcasters? And and that really resonated with me because I had thought the same thing. And so had Dan. And I remember thinking if there was a podcast specific conference, I would go to it. At that time, there wasn't one. And so we had looked. We had searched all around to see if there was one. There was not one at the time. So we decided, well, maybe it makes sense to try to create that. Now, Dan and I did not have a background in event organizing or, or, you know, event planning, nothing like that. Right, right. But we knew that people wanted something, and we had seen the turnout for our meetup that we had. And we just thought, hey, let's let's just give it a go. Let's, let's see what happens. So to validate the idea, Brad, we decided, because we didn't have money or, or time or, you know, we didn't want to waste all these uh, resources. We weren't in that position. So we decided, okay, let's do a crowdfunding campaign if we can get – <clears throat> pardon me, if we can get a few people to agree to support this and we can get X amount of money, that would probably be enough validation to go ahead and try to plan this thing. So we launched on February 14th, Valentine's Day of 2014, and <laughs> just invited a bunch of podcast friends that we knew, largely in the business space at that time. We weren't really connected with anyone right. outside of that group. And just ask people, hey, will you come speak at this? Will you come, will you support it? Will you share it on your podcast? Things like that. And we had a number of people that were gracious. And we we raised at the end of that month, we raised over three times what we needed, which was that minimum amount. Oh, my gosh. And, well, that uh, validated it right that, there. Yeah, that, that was a huge win. Like, again, because we didn't have an email list and we didn't have a reputation or, you know, we we, we were not – 
by any means qualified to do what we were doing. We just decided, hey, let's try this. So in that case, I guess ignorance was bliss. So we had enough validation that then we started to go to people that we knew that had conferences and asked if they'd give us a little bit of expertise, advice. And a lot of them were very gracious, hopped on a call with us, said, okay, if I was starting over, here's what I would do. And so we were learning on the fly. And we had that first event in August of 2014. We were hoping for 200 people, Brad. We thought, okay, this is going to really validate us. This is going to be a, a big deal if we get 200 people. We had 600. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and that was, I remember, I, yeah, that was a wow moment. I remember us. talking to some people. I have had hoped to go to that conference, but I yeah. remember talking to some people then who, who were, you know, basically really impressed. There was as many people as, as who was there. And I was, these people were there, Jeff Brown, something. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff was there. He spoke. Uh, I mean, uh, Jeff has always been very good to us. And yeah, just mm-hmm. a number of people were like that. They were very kind and, and supportive. And, and, yeah. and we couldn't have got, we couldn't have got off to that start without that. There was no way we, we weren't, like I said, we weren't the people to do this, but somehow you well, know, just, we, we did. Right. I credit that, you know, I'm a, I'm a person of faith. I, I think God just really blessed us. And we, you know, I certainly prayed about it a lot and, um, sure. Yeah, you know, I felt like the the Lord had just uh, opened up that o- opportunity and allowed that to happen, and and so we just charged forward and tried to do the best we could and started playing yeah. the second year. And fast forward, it took four years, Brad. This is the part where we talk about you know the the uh, the challenges where uh, there's a lack of peace and prosperity. Uh, the, 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 we had four years of not getting paid. We were working full time. There is that. Yeah, yeah, working full time <laughs> jobs and then working full time on podcast movement on top of that for four years. That was a very stressful time. And I remember my wife challenging me on that, rightfully so, as she should have, and saying, hey, what are are you doing? You know, this is is taking up all your time. Let me reflect with you for a second before you go further, because I know there's more to Mm -hmm. your story there. But I wanted to reflect on kind of where you were at and where you at one time and where you're at, where you were at this point. You took, you were dissatisfied in your job and you had, even though you had the accolades, you had, it was just not a place where you wanted to be. And you saw opportunity. And so many people, Jared, stay stuck. They stay, they don't take action. They don't do anything. They just kind of get through life. I call it the malaise of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. They just stay in that place. Yeah. And so, but you chose to do it. You sought out some people. You started a podcast with just a cheap microphone. You sought out to Dan and some others. You took the actions necessary. So you had the pain part of 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 being, you know, dissatisfied, but you also had the action taking place. I think it's so key. And that led you, I'm sure that even though you had, you were not profitable for the first few years, you still kept doing it. So there must've been some point where you were affirmed as well in that process. So I want you to go into the next part of the story with an eye towards not only what you did, the actions that you took, but let's talk about how if there was kind of some sort of a higher calling here. If there was some sort of a sense that that there was some connection to a spiritual element that may have been somehow involved with this. So can you go there with me a little bit, kind of the next steps here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there was a number of lessons personally that God wanted me to learn. One of them is just trusting him. It's real easy to have a win, have a couple of wins and to say, okay, I've I've got this, you know, (laughs) in the moment that I would have that delusion of grandeur, Brad, it was, it was always something else that would pop up and and then realize, Oh no, we don't, we don't have this. There's something big going on. And, but I think entrepreneurship specifically, but, but anytime you feel encouraged or 
compelled to pursue something that the Lord has put on your heart to do, I mean, that that ultimately will probably test your faith. And, and uh, hopefully yes. that will be a, a thing that will require you to or encourage you to be in the word, to, to be praying, to be seeking wise counsel, to be asking God to, to bless and to help you. And, and so there was a lot of mistakes that we made, Brad. And, and But the good news is we were able to learn from those mistakes, put up some guardrails. And I don't think we could have read that in a book. I don't think we could have learned that from a podcast. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that was just some things that we had to go through. So there was lessons right. of re- resilience, lessons of endurance, you know, particular scriptures that would stick out to me in that time is, is you know, th- there's a verse in, I believe it's in Romans. It's a, you know, some trust in chariots and some in horses, oh, yeah. but we trust in the name yeah. of the Lord, our God. And I, I just thought, you know, it is so simple to, to, to get caught up in this, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this type of accolade or this, this type of visibility or, or this type of money is hitting the account and putting, putting your, you know, your trust in that versus recognizing that, Hey, God has, has been gracious. And so, yeah, there was just a number of wonderful lessons that I had to learn during those periods. Another thing was community. There was a temptation, I think for anyone to, to kind of put yourself out there more. And we determined, I say we, Dan, Dan and I, we determined early on that for us to create a community or what we felt was true community, it couldn't be about ourselves. It, it, we could, we shouldn't be putting our face on the, you know, on the billboards or on the, you know, on the artwork or the logos. We shouldn't be taking the keynote stage. We should be letting the community be the stars. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for some people, that might be a, a, a counterintuitive move. Like, well, this is my brand and this is what I'm trying to build. And But for us, we, we didn't feel that way. We sensed, okay, we need to create genuine community and, and there's more trust, we believe, that's created when someone sees, hey, they could do this, but they don't. And why do they not do that? And and because we had not had that influential background starting this, we felt like that was a really good starting place. Is don't don't try to be the hero. Like let the let the community be the hero, and that served us well long long term because that created opportunities for for trust with larger organizations that came in and realized, okay, it's not these guys just trying to be you know flashing their ego or, or their vanity or whatever. They're they're really trying to create true community. And so we had a number of, of organizations and podcasting that that were willing to support and willing to check out what podcast movement was, which has now led to us several years later having a lot of really awesome organizations and a lot of really nice, you know, exciting people involved in the event that I don't think would have happened any other way. So, you know, I've mentioned several things, but there, there's a lot of really positive lessons that were learned there. And I think I, from yeah. a spiritual standpoint, I think, I think you, that was God just really humbling me, but also in a, it put me in a place to, to trust him and to, 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 to certainly try to honor him with those, those things and, and well, then seeing big, some, some good things produced from that. Yeah. So. I'm a big believer, Jared, that the spiritual journey often hit I, the metaphor of the wilderness experience, mm-hmm. that you have to go through a wilderness experience. You just don't go from... You know, Moses on the mountain to the promised <laughs> land didn't happen, you know, you know, did, didn't happen the next day. It was a wilderness experience for 40 years. And, yeah. you know, uh, I use that. I like that metaphor, the 40 days, the 40 years, you know, Jesus in the wilderness for for 40 days and, you know, no one in the ark 40 days and so on and so forth. You got to have a process. You got to have some time to have some some pain and some diligence and some perseverance. And and you you did that. And that's admirable. I also know that in that process of that journey, there are some moments that almost seem like dead ends. 
And I got a feeling that you may have had a few of those, and perhaps even when the and I'm just kind of reading into things here. I may be wrong, but when the COVID crisis came along and kind of messed up the whole world, that may have been a, a challenging moment for you and for the, the conference. Can you go to some kind of the moments like for felt like dead end moments in the last few years here that may have been you need to call in your faith even more? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So so COVID, I think, caught everyone by surprise and people that weren't even in the live event space, you know, were majorly impacted. But certainly if you're creative conferences and now all of a sudden they all have to be virtual that's that's a challenge to to you know completely take one model and then you know learn a new one i'm thankful to say that in the midst of such a difficult time where people were sick and people were losing their loved ones and you know just a, a lot of really hard things that were happening for some people that that we were able to recognize that we needed additional revenue streams we were able to figure out okay how do we create some more opportunities so it it allowed us to be more creative we did make some sacrifices sadly you know there were some pay cuts that were necessary but we were able to keep our team we didn't have to lay anyone off and no one had to go without insurance and eventually we were able to you know not only pay people again what their salaries were, but but to, to a little bit by little bit start to pay back some of that money they lost during that time and just try to treat our people well. And so I think those were several lessons that came from the pandemic that made us realize, hey, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. So you need to be diverse. You need to be a little more uh, on your feet. And so we, we started getting into things like podcast newsletters. So we have a few podcast newsletters now that generate revenue through ads. We have professional services where a portion of our team can go and work on a number of other events where we get hired. Basically, people that have come to Podcast Movement and seen the quality and and seen the hard work that we've done and and the execution, they've realized, hey, I want this for this event that we're going to do. We want to have your team help us. So we've, whether it's been consulting or or, uh, kind of leading the uh, the path there, we've been able to do that. We've also had events, unfortunately, during, unfortunately for them, during the pandemic that suffered so greatly that they couldn't carry on. And they said, hey, we'd like for you to take this. So we actually inherited events that we didn't have to purchase. <laughs> and and now we're able okay. to hopefully kind of continue those on as they make sense. So, you know, yeah. there's just been a number of really positive things that came from that. But, but um, you know, I, I think in those situations, yeah, it did, it did well, require – you, you yeah. You get that because you just, it sounds like you just started to develop your new set of systems or processes mm-hmm. that were disciplines. I would call them disciplines, among other things that you right. learned. You came out of the just kind of, oh, well, what are we going to do now? I mean, this is a total idea. Not, didn't even know anything about event planning. And believe me, I've done a few events. I used to be in charge of youth ministry events in my state yep. for just in the neighborhood of five, 600 people. That was an enormous thing. And I would, it is just in that itself. And, and uh, I used to be a concert promoter and things like that. Oh, cool. Rock, Christian rock concerts. And so I know some of that, you know, I just know a little bit of the headaches that can happen, but what I want to get with you is what were some of the lessons you've learned that are applicable to others now about disciplines or habits, things like that, that have transformed you and helped transform your organization. And that may be helpful when transferable principles for those who are going through some tough times themselves. <laughs> well, when you, when you do take a hit or you do take a loss, it's okay to 
be disheartened by that. <laughs> don't let it, don't let it right. destroy you or, or, you know, bring you down to the, the depths of despair completely. But it's okay to kind of take a moment and be like, oh, that's no good. But, but hopefully you can rebound yeah. from that quickly and you can start to say, okay, what lessons can I learn from this? Because there's always a lesson to learn. And, and I think there's a lot of people who quit way too early on, on things they feel or at one point they felt led to do. Sometimes it does make sense to quit, but there are sometimes when you just need to make some adjustments and you make some tweaks. And if you can make those tweaks and adjustments, you can still continue to do things and, and, and know you can, you know, see some success or see some good opportunities from that. And so that, that that's hopefully a word of encouragement is if someone's feeling down right now is, is maybe don't think, okay, I need to drop this. Maybe start saying, okay, what, what can I learn from what's happened so far where I can put up guardrails, where I can maybe get some advice, where I can make some adjustments to, to not give up, but just to keep going and, and, and make sure it's in a, a, a sensible way. If, if we were recklessly continuing on and losing money and, and, you know, having to lay people off and, and, you know, all these things, it, it might've not made sense to, um, you know, to, to, right, to try to right. keep going. So there are times when it does make sense to, to say, okay, this isn't, this isn't the right thing. Yeah. But I, I think there's, there's a number of situations where you're not at that point yet. You may feel like you're at that point and you can put up some guardrails, get advice, and you can kind of stick it, stick it out and, and still see some opportunity <laughs> and some growth and some, some success. And so, uh, yeah, that's, so it's okay to have doubt. It's okay to have <laughs> doubts, and but you you don't want to. Stay it, stuck it is there. okay you because to, well, you're, you're human, and, and man, it, you're, if if you pretend like nothing ever hurts and things don't sting, man, that's I, you're better than me because there have been plenty of times where I've yeah I've just poured my heart out to God and be like, God, why did you allow this to happen? Why why why, yeah. did, why did this happen? But it well, it was. Well, yeah. well, out of out of this, I just you know you pour your heart out and things like that, and you that's because yeah. you care. And that's obvious that you care about doing something that is something that benefits, you mm-hmm. know, the greater good. And, you know, to, to use the spiritual metaphor that benefits the kingdom in a, in a positive way. And I love that about you and I love what you have to share. So let's go now to what out of that love of serving others, that humility, it's not, not every business oriented conference has that, as you know, <laughs> you know, and that's off. In fact, it's kind of an, uh, you know, an, an outlier. Well, if, we, we if were any, certainly treated a certain way to. and, and tell us <laughs> we, we had to be, be gracious even when there were times when we, could have justifiably not been been that way. So you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Tell us how to serving others now. You've served others. You have another. Uh, we're talking in early August of 2022, and you still have the conference. You still have lots of other things that you do. How is what you're doing now uh, serving others and and serving the needs of the podcasting community, and particularly thinking of maybe people out there thinking about okay. My life has taken a shift here, you know, for instance, right now where the economy is taking another dip here recently. People are thinking, oh, what can I do? What is this area of podcasting or media? How, how is this? What, what can I do here? What people can learn from your experience or from the conference that may be helpful to them? Well, great question, first of all. I, I think one of the biggest <laughs> things that podcast movement has done is it's it's created an opportunity for various categories in podcasting to learn from other categories. There wasn't much synergy in the past. When I first got started, you didn't see a lot of overlap in the various categories, where now you do see a lot more of that. Now, I'm I'm not saying podcast movement is specifically responsible for all of that, but we definitely played a role in bringing a number of categories together 
And seeing that synergy and that collaborative spirit develop where the comedians learning from the business podcaster, or you have, you know, all these different, you could, there's, there's elements of true crime podcasts and storytelling and things that you can apply to whatever type of podcast you're doing. So there's just all this really great opportunities for learning from each other on, on, okay, this is the one this one podcast, this is how they do their Patreon or how they, they reach out to their community and, and have engagement. What can I learn from that? What are they doing? How can I apply that to what I'm doing? We see a lot more of that now, and I'm really thankful for that. For the most part, podcasters uh, are collaborative. They do have a synergistic mindset. There's a few that aren't like that, but most are. And I'm grateful that that's the community that comes to podcast movement. And, and I would say, for the most part, that's the overall podcasting community. And because of that, it's yes, that, that's that's I think how podcast movement can continue to, to serve podcasters. And then for me, from a personal standpoint, just just trying to provide opportunities to people that might not always get them, whether it's introductions to Spotify or, or podcast, uh, you know, Apple, those people are at the podcast movement conference They they attend, they're in the hallways. And so it's really cool when you can, you know, Hey, have you met this person and uh, seeing opportunities open up that way? And sometimes it's just a word of encouragement. It's, it's running into somebody who's been doing a podcast. They're not really seeing the results they want and maybe they're stuck a little bit and, and just kind (laughs) of saying, Hey, we'll have you considered this or have you tried this or have you met this person and it's, it's really awesome to get the emails later of people saying hey you introduced me to this person or you told me about this and i tried this and now i'm seeing this result and I, that, that's happened a lot the opportunities that you've opened up here through relationships and i'm a big believer mm-hmm. in developing helpful collaborative relationships where there is a sense of yep. community I, Love that, or even congregation, if you will, but to to have a sense of moving forward, and I've seen that in this in this world, and that's why I've chosen to be part of it for ten years myself. I've also noticed how it's really hit popular culture. You know, when I first started podcasting ten years ago, it was really yeah. a hard interpretive job to to do, and now what you know, I think there's two or three Netflix shows at least that have. Podcasting is a central theme. Murders in the Building is one I'm thinking of right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got all the big name entertainers, or all see like all of them are have their own podcasts and so on. That's it's a exciting. part of our world now, and that's and so you're right on the cutting edge of that. So there's pretty good opportunity. There's still opportunity for people who want to do do podcasting, isn't there? For people who want to jump into this world. Yeah, absolutely. I I would say probably good advice would be you know think through what you're going to do. I try to be niche in the sense of not be too broad if you can help it, and then yeah, don't be afraid to share your voice and creative and smart ways to launch a show. There's I like the the Netflix seasonal approach where you can do a certain amount of episodes when you release maybe eight or ten, and you can kind of discern from that eight or ten episodes what kind of feedback you're getting, what kind of response you're mm-hmm. getting, and then if it makes sense, you can commit to another eight or 10 episodes, you can do season two and you can take yeah. the feedback you got from season one, apply that. So there, there's a lot of ways to do this a little bit more smartly and yeah. uh, just kind of protect your, your time and, and your resources. And I think there's so many good and generous people out there in the community. You can go to the podcast movement, Facebook community, which is free. You can join that. And even if you never attended a podcast movement, you can join in that group and just ask questions and get a really, really solid insights from a lot of people all over the world who are doing this. They're right in the thick of it with you. So you can learn a lot just from doing that. And that will help you. That will help you to make better, better, you know, decisions on what to do with your show. 
so part of what I'm getting at here is that this is one to affect life change, either your own personal life change or the life, you know, so there are some people who have certain messages they really want to get out there to life transformational messages. That's part of what, you know, Beyond Adversity is about, helping people to have some tools to navigate adversity. I'd like you to tell me a story about someone or some situation that has been impacted somehow by either by something you've done, one of your podcasts or the podcast movement, or you've seen life change happen to the better. I mean, I, I, I've heard countless stories of people who've come to the event or been involved in the community and they've said, hey, because of the podcast and because of the community, now I'm, I'm in this position. And whether they got advice or they got encouragement, so I, I have seen some really awesome things that have happened. This, this may seem like a silly story and maybe not exactly what you're looking for, but a guy came to one of our events, got encouraged, and he decided to start a podcast. Okay. That kind of goes back to wrestling. So, But he wanted to create a podcast where he was going to make a fictitious wrestling organization. <laughs> and then he would... Uh, do simulated wrestling matches on a video game with these custom wrestlers that are made up in his mind. And he was telling me about this. I'm going to start this show and I'm going to talk about this wrestling organization that doesn't exist. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, that probably is not going to work. <laughs> but, uh, you know, who am I to, who am I to rain on the parade? So I, I ran into Scotty, Scotty Moore is his name. I ran into Scotty, uh, not terribly long ago. And this was about two, three years after he had first told me that. And I asked him kind of, you know, maybe I was being a little tongue in cheek, but I asked him, I was like, Hey man, how's the wrestling podcast? <laughs> you know, and I fi figured immediately the answer was like, ah, yeah, I had to move on from that. I'm trying something else now. I know. And he was like, Oh yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing it full time. You know, I've wow. got all this support on Patreon. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You never know. Dude. What? <laughs> uh, he, he's, it, it, it not only, you know, had an impact, it, it, it allowed him to, I guess, raise enough fan support through Patreon where he left his day job and he does solely yeah. and that's his well, i guess career and then awesome and he's able to live out his he's able to live out his passion isn't he that, that's an awesome thing he able to live out. exactly so i i i, I sometimes things just yeah. they work and if you got a little creativity and you're you're you know willing to kind of try things and have fun with it you might be surprised you might see you know something happen so yes there is room there is room for the independent person to come along and start a podcast and have some some opportunity open up now that may not be what you think it is that may not be okay this massive amount of money it might just be relationships it might be connections that lead you to the next thing and that's okay but there, there's there's definitely opportunity for the podcaster that wants to jump in and, and try out their idea no. and i hope they do and that's part of your passion is to help people do just that so jared if people want to find out more about you, about podcast yep. movement, you know, you have uh, several events going during the year and you have lots of other opportunities. How can people find out more about you and or podcast movement so people get connected to that? Well, well, the first thing they should do is they should be subscribed to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. They should be listening to every episode <laughs> of this. Start here. All right. Start here. Okay. And then after, after, after you've gotten through that entire catalog, come over and check us out at podcastmovement.com. We have a lot of wonderful newsletters and we have events and, and th there's just a, a wonderful community with podcast movement. So if you're looking for, for people that are like-minded, that are in the thick of, of working on their shows, you can be a part of the community and, and join the Facebook group and maybe hopefully join us at one of our events. And I think that's going to be something that can really be a source of encouragement for you and give you a lot of really great ideas on how you can grow what you're doing. Bob I would just concur with that. I've been fortunate to be at several of the podcast movement events and mm -hmm. participate in several ways and find it to be a very uh, a 
affirming community. And that's why I continue to be a part of it myself and look forward to being at some events in the future and to continue to grow things and uh, to serve serve the, the, the greater good. So we just thank you, Jared, for being with us today. Jared Easley is his name, and he's from podcastmovement.com. That's one of the key websites that you can go to. And it's been our pleasure to have Jared Easley as our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Thanks so much to Jared Easley from podcastmovement.com for being our guest today on the on the uh, Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Uh, he's a fascinating guy. Uh, I've known him for several years. I've participated in podcast movement conference myself and uh, will do it uh, in the future as well. And uh, just a couple of things here that I want you to take note of. Uh, Jared, what, do, what you can do, whatever you need to do in your life, do not stay settled. If you're unhappy, if you, your life is just too short to stay unhappy in your job or anything else, take massive action. And one of the massive actions that you can do is to go. That is physically go or get online and go to a conference or some other event in a world you either are a part of now or something you're interested in being become a part of. If you like uh, radio-controlled airplanes, go find a conference for that. Find some other people, but take massive action and go. What can you find when you go to a conference? You can find not only information about the cutting edge of what your conference is all about, but you're going to be able to network with other people. You're going to have inspiration, and you're going to have the creativity that comes from being in that environment. And environment is so important. And I just want to encourage you to go to a conference. If you're interested in podcasting like I am and Jared is, podcastmovement.com is the place to go. If you don't go to this year's uh, conference in uh, August of 2022, there are two or three times a year of the conference and other events during the year that can be helpful to you. Podcastmovement.com. We thank Jared Easley for being our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast. This is the podcast where we're all about being helpful to you in your life to help you to crush adversity and to achieve success in your life. We have a, a coaching program called the 40 day way. You can find out more about that. This podcast today is brought to you by the 40 day way. Head on over to drbradmiller.com slash 40 day way to find out more about the process, but where you can create your POP, your promise life plan, a written document to help you can get unstuck, take massive action and get on with good things in your life to add value to your life and to others and to have more satisfaction. That's what we call peace, purpose, and prosperity. The promised life. You can do it. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. It's been a pleasure and a privilege to be with you and to allow me into your life here today. We come to you every week with more stories and more interviews and more teaching about how you can crush adversity and achieve success in your life. Until next time, friends, this is Dr. Brad Miller. Encourage you to continue to do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. 
or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. 